I'm looking at those eyes down there. <laughs> hey, buddy. Eyes up here. Hey, do you know it's the uh, the last week of summer? No, I didn't know that. Yeah. This week we're going into is the last week of summer. That's crazy. Yeah. What? Yeah, I think it ends on like the 23rd or something. I feel like we just started getting hot, so it's, it's really not the last week of summer. And also, summer doesn't exist when it used to. It's later now. People haven't accepted that summer is no longer fucking like June through August, and now it's like August through November. No, it's, it's always been like June, July, when you think of those summer months, like when you're off at school. Yeah. Those have never been like the hottest months of the year. They used to be years ago. It's always Absolutely late summer, fall is when it starts getting really bad. Baby, like what I'm saying is indicating our fucking world and global warming. That's what I'm trying to indicate. Like it has changed and people need to fucking recognize that. Two words, global warming. Uh, actually, Dylan, according to the day after tomorrow, the film, uh, the earth actually gets colder. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's a good clip. No, but it's, it is, uh, it's the end of summer. So hopefully we'll start getting a little cooler temperatures. I mean, we're, this is supposed to be like the last we're heat not. wave. Yes, it is. No. This is supposed to be like the last heat wave. I am telling you, it's not a debate. Like, temperatures are going to start going down. Were you trying to, like, segue, and I kept ruining your segue? You fucked it all up. I'm sorry. This is what happens when you don't tell me what we're going to talk about. Like, you get my authentic reaction. Anyways. Did you catch that Carol Baskin dancing with the stars? Oh, God. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. It's Carol from Big Cat Rescue. But more importantly, I mean, her dance sucked. Who cares? Yeah. What was more important was the fact the family of her ex-husband that she, you know, put through the meat grinder. Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They put out an ad basically calling for any tips for anything that could help bring light to that situation and find Don Lewis. I think yeah. that's his name, isn't it? Uh, I should probably fact check that before yeah. he goes yeah. going record saying that. Am I right? Oh, I totally got right. Oh wow. Don Lewis. So anyways, uh, the family put out this ad during the middle of the Dancing with the Stars debut. Yeah. Asking for any information that could lead to some new tips and maybe get this case rolling again. Because it's been a cold case for a long time. He just yeah. vanished. Yeah. Tiger King. Yeah. Um, and I guess that there's been legitimate information that has now been brought to light on the situation. No. Are you serious? Yeah, supposedly there's been credible information that has been... That he was in a meat grinder and fed to the tigers. I mean, Shit. come on. But anyway, she's getting her own TV show regardless out cool. of this. That's been confirmed. It's good for so, her. She deserves that. Carol Baskin, that bitch. <laughs> Tiger bitch. But in other events, I don't know what the count is now, but there was at one point over 250,000 signatures for joe rogan to host a debate for the presidential election okay <laughs> donald trump retweeted that he wants joe rogan to be the moderator it's just it would just be so bad yeah it'd be terrible but joe said he would only do it if it was literally just the three of them in a room no care like no one could be there like and it had to be live 
He wanted no pre-recordings or anything. It was just the three of them in a room with the cameras. No other people in there, no audience. And every, yeah. Well, his new little studio in Texas, I don't think can fit more than three people total in there. They would all get together in a different space. They didn't have to go to his studio. Actually, I did say they had to come to him in Texas. I think Texas. that's the whole point. Yeah, they had to come to him in Texas. It was just the three of them, and it had to be live. I mean, I'd listen to that. Yeah. I'm not oh. going to sit here and say I wouldn't. Oh, for sure. I would love just it's... a one-on-one interaction yeah. type of deal. Yeah. Long form, no sound bites. Yeah. But that's never going to happen. Yeah. And I can't think of somebody less qualified to do that. Like, it gets so off topic. Yeah. So the whole thing would be just a disaster. It would go probably from like, well, chimpanzees are a real problem. Or what about the UFOs? You don't think he'd smoke a serious like blunt before? Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. So he he would be, he'd be fine. It's such a strange, strange concept. Yeah. Did you see that guy accidentally hit that moose with his car? That's what he's used to. Yeah, whatever. The biggest story of the week by far was the passing of RBG. Yeah. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yeah, really tragic. Yeah. And came at, like, no worse of a time. Yeah. I mean, even on her her deathbed, like, the words that she was speaking to her daughter was that her biggest fear was she would be replaced on the Supreme Court while Donald Trump is still in office. Yeah. And obviously... Now the Republicans are going to be really striving and pushing hard to get a new Supreme Court justice in there before the election. Yeah. And that's a real problem because, you know, you start looking at the nine Supreme Court justices and now that it's going to be a majority led uh, Republican backed Supreme Court, that's going to affect a lot of policies and really can affect you on your day to day life because. These these justices are appointed for life. So, yeah. you know, if it came down to a, a vote and they were ruling on something, um, you know, if you have a five to four majority of Republicans, yeah. those those policies are going to be enforced because of that. And there's a whole lot of people on the Internet thinking if they succeed at putting in a new Supreme Court justice, there's a Trump appointed justice before the election. They're going to say that mail in voting is it's not legitimate. And this election is not legitimate, so they're just going to hand him over his second term. And then who knows if he tries to go crazy and, and, you know, get appointed a third term. Like, shit could really be going downhill. And, uh, yeah, just super terrible timing Yeah, with all of this. But yeah, um, I just wanted to read real quick some of her accomplishments, just because I know that both you and I, we obviously we've known her as a like a a figure in pop culture and feminism and and all this stuff. But I think it's, it's important for those maybe who don't know, and even just for us to be enlightened on some of the real accomplishments that she made throughout her life. Yeah. So I just wanted to read those off real quick. Yeah. So these are 15 ways that justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg has made history. Give it to us. Yep. So she graduated first in her class from Columbia law school. Yeah. Wasn't there something about how she was one of nine women out of 600 students. Yeah, one of nine women in a class of 500. 500, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, she battled and overcame sexism personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was the first person 
on both the Harvard and Columbia Law Review. She became the second female law professor at Rutgers and fought for equal pay for women. Yeah. She co-founded the first law journal on women's rights. Mm -hmm. She became the first tenured female law professor at Columbia. Amazing. She co-founded the Women's Rights Project at the American Civil Liberties Union. She argued six cases before the Supreme Court and won five of those. Wow. She became the first female Jewish Supreme Court justice. Wow. She's only one of four females in the history of the United States to be a Supreme Court justice. Wow. Um, she had, in the years of our Lord, removed from the Supreme Court bar certificates. Wow. She was the first justice to officiate a same-sex marriage. Amazing. And uh, she has a daughter, and uh, her daughter became the first mother-daughter um, duo to teach at the same law faculty. Wow. So that's pretty cool, too. Yeah, amazing. And then, of course, she's the only Supreme Court justice to ever become a pop culture icon. Yeah. So, you know, we, we pour one out for you, RBG. Yeah. Um, super shitty time to go. And uh, hopefully we'll all pick it up from here. And, yeah. You know, we'll, we'll continue the, the work that, that she did. Yeah. So, anyways. I got so sad just now. Yeah. Fuck. Um, I don't really know how I can segue this one. But. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like you should have maybe started with that and then we could have hit all the other things afterwards to like better segue into our episode because now it's going to be completely off topic. So today we're talking about and it just feels like such a yeah. weird like, OK, so enough about that. Now we're going to move on to nothing that matters, <laughs> like something that's like whatever. Yeah. Um. I mean, I think it just is what it is. Like we could just roll with the punches. Uh. That's what's currently going on in the world right now. And now we're going to get into the episode. What are we talking about this time, babe? Having uh, platonic, platonic friends. And what? I thought we were going to do the whole... I don't know how we were going to do that. It's way too long. Talk, oh, I thought we were going to say platonic relationships. Platonic, platonic relationships. relationships. Hey. And I want you to How about I just do okay. it? I said opposite. Yeah. You heard office. it? Did you hear it? Yeah. Babe, so, what are we doing? What? <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> Babe, what are we doing? Uh, we're going to be talking about platonic friendships of the opposite sex, specifically within a committed relationship. Oh, wow. <sighs> See what I did there? <laughs> yeah. Cool. Asterisks. Yeah. Like. I love asterisks. That we use those before we hashtags. Yeah. Asterisks. Totally. It's more of like the little triangle mm, thing. Like there's mm, the title mm, and then like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The little relationship. The little yep. insert. Yeah. Insert here. Little, yep. Above. That thing. Don't yeah. touch the mic. Sorry, I didn't mean, I didn't mean to. Yeah. Yeah. I want to talk about this topic in all things i don't think it necessarily has to be within a committed relationship um but the majority of the content is gonna you know relate to being in a relationship yeah i just think that that's like the dynamic that like brings interest that brings like ooh controversy of like 
currently nothing we're talking about is bringing interest because we have seven listeners. So yeah, um, right off the bat, I just want to let's just clear the air. Let's just Whoa. talk about it. Yeah. Let's get right into this. Dive right in. Head first. Yeah, you got a little. You got a little girlfriend. You need to tell me about. Not that you don't know about. No, I just wanted to ask you. Can men and women be friends? Yes. Can men and women be friends if you're in a relationship not with that person? Yes. 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 Would you like to elaborate on that? Well, you're just asking me point blank, so I'm just answering point okay. blank. Well. Now, are there, are there rules? generally oh. and are there exceptions to those rules generally absolutely like everything in life yeah we're gonna get into that keep for it sure your door. <laughs> shirts are coming soon people keep it cracking your door I shirt. Know, no kidding like we're gonna have to oh merch <laughs> literally i just said we have seven people who listen to us what the fuck? Where did all of our listeners go? Hey, you know what though? Can we just say really quick that we upped the analytics and we can see Yeah, we can see where all seven of you are listening. All the other states and a couple other countries. Shout out to The UK, right? Yeah, there was there was a few, but Baby, don't just don't be like no. no it, there was a few. No, like, that's a big deal. Like, thank you so much, p- listeners in the UK. Thank I'm you so much. I'm pretty sure, like, the three listens were somebody who accidentally clicked on our episode and didn't listen. So, yeah, probably for real. Shout out to San Diego County. And yeah, for real. Shout out to Coventry, Rhode Island. But, that's yeah. it. Yeah, and Arizona. Yeah, and Arizona. Woo woo. We don't forget about you, zonies. Anyways, we love you. We kind of got off track there. So, you think men and women can be friends? Yes. I would say from the perspective of a woman. Excuse me? Which I have no bearing to give. (laughs) I would say that you are correct. Now, when I think about intentions from a man's point of view, Mm -hmm. um, I would say for the most part, no. Yeah, I would say for the most part, no. But the question was, can they be? And yeah. I said, yes. Yes. I would say but, for the most part, no. But there's, there's very, very, very clear exceptions. But you would be so naive, even in a friendship, a platonic friendship between a man and a woman, if you thought that the guy at some point during every meeting didn't take a look at that butt or wasn't thinking about like, well, what if we did have sex? Men don't have platonic friends, okay? We just have women we haven't fucked yet. Just because a man is thinking about sex every 11 seconds does not mean that a man and a woman can't be friends. Okay, I guess the bigger question specifically in this topic is should a man and a woman be friends, like platonic friends, outside of your relationship? Um, As in like example you me are in a relationship should i have a platonic male friend should you have a platonic female friend yeah like of course i have a lot of friends that are women but i don't go hang out with them like outside of a social interaction that you're involved with yeah at no point have i ever in our 12 year relationship be like oh hey babe i'm gonna go hang out with uh what's your name 
like have fun at home i'll see you later yeah that has never happened yeah i think it would be very inappropriate in most relationships yeah for a man in a committed relationship regardless if you're married or not yeah to you know go on a friend date yeah with somebody yeah of the opposite sex yeah it just seems weird to me yeah i think we're in agreement on that like i've had my fair share of experiences of hanging out with a platonic guy friend yeah you have and it definitely like one of them backfired so i was like lesson learned i mean i can think of a few times where that situation has happened and to my understanding you know you're always miss innocent it's always the guy who ends up yeah making it weird always of course it's the trust factor when it comes to being in a committed relationship and this kind of thing like yeah yeah like that's like kind of my whole like opinion on the matter is like at at this stage in our lives and at this stage in our relationship it's like is there really a need to like seek out like a relationship of the opposite sex you know it's like that's kind of where it comes down to for me and like there's a few examples that I think of where it's like oh like you know take for example clients of mine who I obviously get very acquainted with I become you know very friendly with I feel like yeah we're friends like in a work environment but like I could easily see that if we were hanging out one-on-one that it would be like misconstrued or like it could just get weird. I feel like you have to have the context like in mind when it comes to these situations because for example if you were to be like hey I'm gonna go meet up with Andrew. Yeah we can I can bleep that out or something (laughs) if if we want to stay yeah. anonymous, because yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna name drop. Specific I know I feel like people. I have to name yeah. drop to give examples, so we'll just yeah. maybe bleep them yeah. or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So if if you were gonna be like, hey, I'm gonna go grab coffee with Andrew this morning. Yeah. And in my mind, I'd be like, okay, well, this is like a business related thing. Yeah. I know what you guys are gonna be talking about. Yeah. I wouldn't have any issue with that. Yeah. But like, you remove that. And it's just like, hey, I'm just, I'm going to go meet up with Andrew this morning. For lunch or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, that's weird. Yeah. I completely agree. But like, you know, and it's only because like, I, and again, like, I think Andrew is the most like, well-intended man. And I don't think like, he knows that I'm married. He knows that I'm happy. I don't think he would ever like intend to like make a move on me or anything like that. But it's just that nature of like opposite sex hanging out and like when you are friends, especially like in my industry, like not to make this sound weird, but it just is what it is. But like when you're physically like touching people and you're just making that like deeper connection with people and typically like people sit in my chair and like spill out their guts to me. Like, you form a a very, like, close connection. Like, there's a reason why, like, there's an ongoing joke that, like, hairstylists are also therapists, but it's... Yeah, you're therapists. But it's also a very real joke because we we very much are there to, like, listen to people's deepest, darkest, you know, whatevers. That's why her hair is so big. It's full of secrets. 
And so I feel like when you have someone who has just spilt so much out to you, mm-hmm. you form that really close connection. And it's like, I could, I for sure could easily feel like, oh, I could go meet Andrew for coffee in the sense of like, it, it would feel work related or like he comes into my chair as a client like it's work related right but like i could also see because of our like close connection in the chair that if we were to like hang out in the sense of like oh we're gonna go have lunch together i can see it start to feel different do you feel like anything in that plays into like insecurities within a relationship like why that platonic friendship can't really exist or it's like unnatural it's it's weird again it's not it wouldn't be on my end it would be on his you know you have someone who is single yeah like that's where it's like it would always be innocent on my part but i could see how it could maybe turn into something else on him unintentionally yeah and it's like you're never gonna know their intentions on the other side but it's like yeah you never know how they're going to receive doing this with you or whatever, or how something can progress. You know, I I feel like platonic friendships of the opposite sex is a totally different thing. Specifically, like if I was going to go hang out with a friend of yours, who's also in a relationship. Yeah. um, I think that might be something that maybe, I don't know. I, I feel like it's different. And even that is like, it could be the exception to the rule. But, like, even that was, like, the exact situation of what happened with Marshall, you know. But, see, again, in that specific friend, relationship, I feel like there was a lot of insecurities well, sh- in that sure. relationship beforehand. No, sure. So, like, that should have been a red flag. But, yeah. like, say, say like, I wanted I, to go. You could go hang out with Molly. And it would be, no, like, nothing. I literally could give two shits if you, got, like, if you had, Molly. like, went and hung out. Because, like, I would not think anything of it. But then, even still, to the point is, like. But why? Like, w- yeah, why would, would you go hang out with her? Like, I would never without me. She's my friend. Like, why aren't why aren't I getting to be with her? I like, would never go out of my way to like set something up exactly. and exclude you from it. Now, let's say like I happen to be in where they live because sure. I had something going on, yeah, and I wanted to go like stop by, and we hung out and we grabbed coffee. Totally, like, I feel like that would be appropriate. Yep, totally appropriate. No big deal. Yeah, yeah. Now. What about a friend of yours who isn't in a relationship? Like, let's say Melanie and I like hung out and did something. Yeah. Does that change it? Is that weird? No, like I could totally see you and Melanie hanging out like no big deal. Hmm. I would say the same thing, and but it's just it, like. And maybe that like comes down to like it like there's again, there's like the general rule and then there's like the exceptions to the rule. So like, you know, because I think like as the general rule, we've established that for the most part, male subjects have a harder time generally keeping it on the innocent end. It might start out intentionally innocent, but typically it'll like, that's usually where it eventually grows to becoming something that doesn't become innocent anymore. And like the fact that like you're you're the male subject in that particular friendship and you're in a committed marriage and she obviously is also my friend too, like, and we know her very, very well. And also like that's a very long time friendship, right? So like I think my whole biggest thing is more so the theory of like 
making like new relationships. Yeah. Like that to me is where for the most part it feels a little inappropriate. It feels a little unnecessary like to make a new relationship of the opposite sex in a platonic manner when you're in a committed relationship. Yeah, I think what I'm realizing is like it all really comes down to the rest of the context in the situation. It's like if you went out of your way to make plans with somebody of the opposite sex and specifically excluded you, yeah. like the significant other yeah. from those plans, like that seems inappropriate and a red flag. Like yeah. that shouldn't happen. Now, if like, say me, you and Melanie had plans to do something. Yeah. And then for whatever reason, like you had to go into the salon. Yeah. And then like, it was just me and Melanie doing yeah. something like, like, okay, like that's understandable. Like I, yeah, I personally could see you guys hanging out. No problem. Like, I still feel like I wouldn't do that though. Like out of respect to you, even like, like if, if plans fell out and you couldn't be involved. Like you wouldn't do that out of respect to also, yeah. Another person. Yeah. 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 Totally. Do you think there's anything to it, like, when it comes to the age of your relationship? Let's say we've been married for 30 years. Yeah. Does that dynamic change at all, do you think? I mean, like, I don't know. Like, I just, like, I can't obviously speak from that experience. But, like, if I were to just try to think of, like, my parents' relationship, right? So, like... Mm -hmm. Some like a couple who has been married for nearly 40 years now. I think they just celebrated 39. I don't think it would be appropriate for yeah, like, either one of them still. to make. And again, it's like the idea of making a new relationship. Like it's again, it's one thing if it's like you made a relation, a new friendship with a couple. Yeah. You or you made a new or like the both of you made a relationship with someone. Mm -hmm. And like establish that relationship, then like that's maybe where like those lines can be blurred a little bit. But like if my mom were to be like grocery shopping and she struck up a conversation with some guy and they became friendly and then they like exchanged information because they're like, oh yeah, I gotta, I gotta text that to you or send that to you or whatever and it's like starts out so innocent mm -hmm. but then like that's where that stuff can like it can start out innocent but again like it can lead down a path that like is unintended and then you're just like oh shit how did I get here yeah like, like that want, would be weird I want to be optimistic and say like of course men and women can be platonic friends and have a platonic relationship even if you are in a committed relationship but it's just like it just seems inappropriate at any point like out of respect to your partner to exclude them from plans and like i'm I'm trying to think of any like i have specific... an, i have an example of someone that i feel like i could easily go hang out with one-on-one -on -one and you would think nothing of yeah that that would be me and troy yeah um like, he's literally my brother. Yeah, I understand. And he he's also, truly thinks of me as his sister. He's also married with kids. And I, I it, again, it's like the again, whole Again, married context. to my best friend. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's the whole context of the situation. So my idea that I had was, like, the idea of a general rule and then, like, what would be the exception to the rule, right? So, yeah. like, my idea was, like, the, the general rule would be, like, any pre-existing long-term relationships that came before your relationship, your like your 
your spousal relationship, right? Mm-hmm. So like relationships that were long established, long before you guys ever met. Like that to me is like a general rule of like an okay relate like relationship, right? So take for example, Troy and I, we've known each other literally since we were born. Right? I would say that that situation is the exception and it's a rare one. I just feel like you can't say that like when you're talking about rules and exceptions, like that any pre-existing relationship before yours of the I'm, opposite sex is okay. I'm That's what I was trying to I'm make the point of. I'm saying as a general rule, as a general rule, if you would have let me finish, any pre-existing long-term friendships that came long before the relationship, I feel like is the general rule of okay. Where you have those exceptions to that rule on the other spectrum is like, one, if you ever had any sort of like past together, if you ever had any sort of like physical attraction to each other, if you ever had, th- th- that's where those become the exception. Maybe like, oh, that that's works not okay. From the female perspective, but I would flip that for me. I would say, like in your situation yeah. with Troy, that that would be the exception. Like, I would still feel uncomfortable even with a long term friend that you had because I don't trust the intentions of a guy in a mm. platonic relationship, regardless yeah. if it's like, I grew up with him and I went to school with him, you know, since I was in kindergarten. Yeah. Like that guy still at some point probably thought about fucking you. Yeah. I like a hundred percent. I definitely don't think so. A hundred percent. Not with, not with this particular person. Though. Okay. I'm saying that that is the exception. Yeah. Like yeah. I think in my mind, like that is yeah. a very rare case. Yeah. But like if you were still holding on to a, a platonic relationship with a guy that you knew, like, elementary school middle school high school and you still kept in contact with yeah. him and this person wasn't somebody who is in a committed relationship or even if they are but you know their spouse isn't also a a valued friend of yours yeah i would still feel very uncomfortable with the yeah. fact that you were trying to maintain a strong relationship with them yeah because it's always going to be like you're always going to think as the the man like as yeah. me in that relationship, that yeah. that guy is still pursuing you. Yeah. And he always has. And I think that goes into like the friend zone thing. Every platonic friend I got a some woman I was trying to fuck. I made a wrong turn somewhere. And ended up in the friend zone. Yeah. I think when you start talking about platonic relationships of the opposite sex, it's like I think every time that guy most likely would not be in that situation if like he could he would want to get out of the friend zone and have something more not saying it needs to be a a, like romantic caring relationship but i guarantee you that guy would be willing to have that be a physical relationship sure but again like i think where just as another example to like an exception would be like if you hold no physical attraction to one another especially on the male side so let's say like a male there's a male and a female who are like have have a platonic friendship and the male is not physically attracted to the female whatsoever like let's just say she holds you know some characteristics that are just not his type you know whether that is her body size her hair color her eye color Whatever. Did you see the toe? Mauricio, I gotta tell you, you got issues. He's not attracted to it what like whatsoever. Where do those relationships exist? Well, like obviously I don't think that they happen like very often. Like I think friendships even 
have a subconscious physical attraction. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like even like even like female female, male male, like I think that like not oftentimes people make friends with people who they don't find physically attractive to some extent. Like I don't I don't have a single friend that I can think of to be like, oh yeah, they're kind of ugly. Yeah. No, I <laughs> Like I, I wish that wasn't the case, but I, know, I mean, it's, I, I it's know. the truth. Is it I just know. goes down to like how people instantly have an impression on somebody and judge yeah, somebody. I think it just comes down to like the law of attraction and just like who you're attracted to, and not necessarily just physically, but I think oftentimes like you just you are attracted and drawn to certain yeah, people. It doesn't mean that that attraction is in sexual nature. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I get that. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. When you start talking about the rules and the exceptions to the rule, like where is the line drawn? Like we we previously mentioned certain friends of ours that it would be okay if you were not involved if I was to go hang out with yeah. them. Like if I happened to just be in town because I was doing something like work related and yeah. I was in their town yeah. and their significant other wasn't there or yeah. whatever. Like when does that even cross the line? Like, you know, we go and get a cup of coffee. Totally okay, right? Yeah. We get lunch together. Still okay? Yeah. We go get dinner together. Yeah. Still okay. Totally. See, that's where I feel like things are getting weird to me. Would you think anything of if Nigel and I went and got dinner together? No. Exactly. It's all on context. It's all on, yeah. depends on the people. Again, these are long relation. These are long friendships that we've had as a relationship. Yeah. And even before the relationship, you know what I'm saying? Like those are, those are friendships that we basically have had for the entirety of our relationship. Yeah. So like, that's the exception, right? Like I think nothing of it. If you went, if you and Molly literally went and had like a steak dinner at like a nice restaurant and like had wine. I wouldn't think anything of it. Okay. And I would imagine you wouldn't think anything of if Nigel and I did that. Yeah, I, I guess that just goes into like being the exception of certain things. To me, the that line... That might be the only situation I can think of to where me, I would be like yeah. not a little bit uncomfortable because I have the trust in our relationship that you would steer something that was going the wrong way. Like, in yeah. a, But like, it still seems odd like that that those plans were made and I wasn't involved. Like there's still something kind of weird about that. I, I would think you would think the same thing of me and Molly made plans to go have dinner. But that's the thing is that like, I could only imagine that if those plans ever came about, it was for very specific reasoning that like, because it couldn't involve myself. Okay. What if me and Molly went to a bar together? Again, like if it was like, Hey, I'm working for the day. And Molly happened to be like coming into San Diego for other reasons and like wanted to go to a bar with you. I think nothing of it. If I was working for the day and she came out of her way to come to San Diego just to go to a bar with you. Yeah. yeah. Hey, that might be a little weird. Like, or again, not that I wouldn't trust either one of you, but it's just like, wait, why? But why? Why would you do that? Why would you do any of that? Like, why are you planning to go out of your way when you weren't already coming down here? Like, why wouldn't you plan a yeah. day to come see me like, and then we me, all hang out together? That decision that that person would That's make the to do that sends, like, a red flag and you question yeah. their motives. Yeah. It's like, why would they do that? 
that doesn't that, make any that sense. That to me is the difference. It's all in context. Like, and again, like you had given the example several times, like, oh, let's say like I just happened to be like yeah. in their town for whatever reason because I had something else going on and I wanted to meet up with them. Yeah, like I wouldn't think anything of it. Like, go have dinner, you know? Yeah. Totally. You're in the area. Like, those are friends of ours that we don't get to see very often. Yeah. You should, you know? And and again, like same with like, you know Nigel. Like he's not in town very often. If you were working and he was in town and, you know, just wanted a friendly face to like go hang out with, like, I wouldn't think anything of it. I would imagine you wouldn't think anything of it. Like, yeah. you know, again, it's all in context. Yeah, for sure. But if he was living up in Northern California and like specifically was a day that like you were working and he's like, hey, I'm going to make an effort to come all the way down to Southern California. Like, hey, want to go grab dinner? Like, I'd have that, some questions. I would have some questions. Yeah, I'd be like, that seems like a whole lot of effort yeah, on your exactly. part to make that happen. Exactly. Exactly. Like, what are the intentions here? Yeah. And I think that that's like, that's like kind of what it comes down to is like, what sort of effort are you making? And like, why are you making it? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, I just feel like, again, even if I just put myself in those shoes, like, let's say you're working um, and I'm home alone and it's like, like, I just I want to be around somebody like because I'm like going crazy just being alone. Like, Mm -hmm. it would be one thing to just reach out to like. I'd probably reach out, obviously, to all my girlfriends yeah. first. So it's like, I, I'm not going to go out of my way to specifically yeah. reach out to, like, male friends. Boy, is that a, like, dangerous situation that can be easily confused or, like, miscommunicated? Like, say you were lonely. I was at work for a few days and you wanted somebody to come over as a friend and, like, you reached out to a guy and you offered, like, hey, do you want to come over to my apartment? Yeah. Like... Which I would never do. Like... Anybody, yeah, like even the best of friends, like with me or on any part, if you offered that out while I wasn't here, like yeah. bringing them back in here, not meeting at a neutral location, yeah, like immediately, I think probably more than nine times out of ten, a guy's gonna be like, "Whoa, like what? What's gonna happen?" Yeah, but like even, there? but even, but I think <laughs> nine nine times out of ten, I don't even think that he thinks that consciously. He thinks that subconsciously, and then like he gets to the apartment, and then his dick is going crazy like giving him all the all the signals like yeah like that is totally in in like the back of your mind if you were to like take those steps and go there like is there a chance that this person is wanting to hook up with me or like what like why didn't we meet somewhere else like why are they inviting me back to their empty apartment yeah while their significant other is away yeah yeah like i had i had uh my client gave, uh, I thought it was actually a pretty good example of, again, another exception to the rule of like where you can have a platonic friendship. She said, I think you can have a platonic friendship with someone of the opposite sex if it was someone you met at like some sort of um, activity and you only spend time together doing that activity so like if we're on a bowling league for yeah so for example yeah like like so she specifically golfs so she's like if i met somebody like golfing and we only specifically ever saw each other or like spent time together 
doing that activity. We didn't ever go out to lunch afterwards. We didn't ever yeah. like go out to dinner. We didn't ever like make an effort to spend time outside of that activity. That is to me where that could work just fine. And I could see that. Again, you'd have to keep Even it that, in yeah, that activity like, though. It could still be delicate. It's so easy to like to get done on. get done with a round of golf and be like, oh, hey, want to go grab a drink. It sounds sure. so innocent. And it's like But even depending on the activity, like like when I made the example of bowling, it's like nobody's gonna hook up from bowling, but like I feel like even golf like is a more intimate thing, like that you're out there just you and them Usually, together in like a, a more isolated environment. No, because like the example is more so like at a driving range, not so much like okay. going and playing like a round of golf. Well, you didn't specify yeah. that it was specifically at a driving well, range whatever. where somebody's six feet or, away. Or you like, or you join a running club and like. Okay, you're physically running. You can barely talk to each other like while you're running. You know what I mean? Like there's examples of like activities where if like you met at that activity and you only ever communicated while you were like at class together or like meeting up for the club or like what like there's all these other people yeah. around. Like that to me, like that that to me could be an easy exception. Like as long as you kept it within those sure. confinements, then I... I have an issue with the running club thing just because of <laughs> Who this... the fuck joins a running no, club? No, <laughs> not even that, but just the nature of the physical activity and those endorphins that are released from sweating and, you know, more so on the on the male side of things like where, like, now you have this female who's a platonic friend who's showing up in fucking yoga shorts in a sports bra, like... You're for sure looking at them ass and them titties now. Yeah, but still nothing's going to happen. Yeah, but you still think about it. Well, sure, because she's hot. So good for her. Good for her having them ass and them titties. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. Absolutely. But that's also the thing, too. This is not about can you look at the menu. Sure. Because we've taught you can always look at the menu. You just can't order. Yeah. That is the rule. You can't even play in your mind it's like the marshall erickson like it seems so much like cheating on lily that i feel guilty so first i need to have a different fantasy bad news lily has a rare and fatal hiccup disorder that's apparently medically legitimate what you can look at the menu but you can't even contemplate like how would i go about ordering that yeah no like, too far no, no no you just look at the menu yeah you're just like oh cheeseburger fries drink shake great done yeah like check 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 looked done yeah i mean i would be i'm not thinking about eating the fries i'm not thinking about drinking the shake yeah i'm not thinking about like at the end of the day i'm still a man yeah and i can't help where my primordial brain is being attracted to certain things but like why is it that a man and a woman can't hang out together like one-on-one yeah without that sexual attraction being there well because that's just innately inside of us like we're literally born with it it's like our physiology like we can't even like help that like we have attraction to people we have like it's it just is what it is right i think it's a lot more on on the male side of things when it comes to like not even to say that there's an intention of anything, yeah. but I think that sexualizing a platonic 
relationship yeah. happens much more often yeah. on the male side than yeah. it does the female side. It for sure does. Yeah. Like, yeah. Th- there's no way. Um, and there's so many incidences where I believe that, like, earlier on in our relationship, you know, the one male specifically that we both know that I'm talking about, like, I believe that it started out innocent. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, because he was, he, he had a girlfriend. Yeah. You know, you know who that was. And then they broke up. But like we had all already like the three of us established such a close friendship that like him and I still hung out. Yeah. And it was completely innocent on my end. But because he was in a vulnerable place, because he was in a broken place, unfortunately, he allowed that to overcome him. And so it's like that's what's hard, too, is something can start out innocent and it can start out very well intended. But it's only a matter of time before, you know, that can get switched. Yeah. And I think I think for the most part, every guy who even like if they're a good guy at some point, if you have a platonic relationship with somebody who you do find physically attractive and you have zero intention of ever acting on it, like you still think those thoughts like, mm-hmm. oh, I wonder what she looks like naked or something like that probably comes across your mind. You know, like, oh, I wonder what it'd be like if I had sex with her. But you would never do that but i feel like guys who are scumbags have that thought and then they say oh let me see if i can like push this and see how they react to this like what am i going to be able to get away with but even like super nice innocent guys such as yourself like i feel like can easily get to that point unintentionally yeah given like if it just given whatever the circumstances were whatever was happening like maybe it was like not the first time you hung out, not the third time you hung out. Maybe it was like the 10th time you hung out. Like that started to to occur, yeah. you know? And it's again, it's just, I think it's, again, it's like that can always start out so well intended, but you just never know when that switch is going to happen. And the, the point is that that typically at some point or another, that switch will happen. I think it can happen. Yeah. And it, it, it will happen if you as the guy allow yourself to let it get out of hand like a hundred percent like any like you have a lot of friends that i would say are are physically attractive and i'd be like oh like she's good looking yeah like i see those things yeah you know but boob boob but vagina boob i mean not in that order but i'm not gonna say vagina butt cheek boob butt cheek boob that but that's the correct order yeah you know but I'm trying to think back because I had in my notes about like, have you ever thought about like having sex, like not seriously having sex, but like, has it crossed your mind with like friends of mine or whatever? I'm trying to start to think like on mine, like, cause I, I do think you have a lot of friends who are really pretty, but like even crossing my mind, I've never like daydreamed or visualized about like being intimate or like having sex with any of those people. I don't like, believe that. I didn't believe it either until I was trying, <laughs> until I actually thought about it and was like, I've never visualized a friend of yours like sucking my dick or like having yeah. sex with somebody. Like yeah. I don't even like But you've it, thought about like, oh, I wonder what it would be like to have sex with them. No. No. Like Really? Yeah, like I feel like we've asked each other though, like, oh, if, like if you had to have sex with one of my friends. Yeah, like, but that's who would a totally be? different scenario. But if you like, pick a friend, then that means you've thought about having <laughs> In that moment, but it's not <laughs> yeah. like in passing. I'm daydreaming, like, oh, I wonder what it would be like to have sex with Molly, yeah, or something like that. Just doesn't happen. But you wonder about it now that you said it out loud. No, like I'm, I'm still kidding. not even like 
Well, now I'm kind of <laughs> thinking about it, but it seems it still seems weird to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. I thought I was more of a scumbag, and but then I was thinking about it. I'm like, oh, I really don't even let it go that far. Yeah. Going back to the whole looking at the menu thing, I don't even visualize myself like eating off that menu. I'm just yeah. like, oh wow. Yeah. Look at that. Like I literally can't think of. Okay, there's one friend you have where I was. <laughs> there's one friend you can keep his name in if you want, or you can bleep it. I don't care. But like, I just thought about it. I was like, oh, I don't even think you have one friend that I've ever thought about having sex with. And then you, you, do. Then you thought about it. You have one friend. I'm not mad about that. <laughs> I'm not mad about that. He's just like so hot. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I and can I tell you to be honest. The only reason why I've ever had the thought of like, oh, I wonder what it'd be like to have sex with him is because like I've heard so many of his sex stories. Sure. And I'm like, oh, those are really intriguing. Yeah. <laughs> had I not heard any of the stories, I probably wouldn't have yeah. thought anything into it. If if it was the opposite and I you feel had... like I was like fed like a a desire to like Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I know what you're saying. <laughs> I feel like if it was the opposite situation and you had a friend that I was like physically attracted <laughs> yeah. to and they were telling me about their wild sex stories i probably would also be like oh i wonder what it'd be like yeah. if i was in that situation yeah them. yeah but i just it's the only that's never reason. happened it's the only reason why i've ever thought about it is because it literally like hearing his like wild sex stories i'm like oh that's like really intriguing i wonder what it's like be in that situation <laughs> I'm not jealous about that at all or like... It's so innocent. It is. I don't even think it's wrong to like look at the menu and be like, oh, like this is what it would be like if I ate that off of the menu. Yeah. As long as you don't ever let it go to something where you start testing the limits of something and like physical flirting and like pushing those boundaries. Yeah. Of course. That's where it starts getting weird. As long as you can keep your dick in your pants... And your vaginas. Sure. And you, yeah, you're not like, again, like you said, like you're not pushing that. You're not trying to like flirt. Yeah. You know, when you're in person. Look, I have no problem with fantasy. Fantasies are beautiful. They're healthy. But fantasies are to remain a fantasy. That is the whole point of a fantasy. A fantasy is your wildest dream that will never come true. That's a fantasy. I mean, sometimes they come true. (laughs) Not in our relationship do they come true, but okay. some people's they do. So just to bring us back on track. Yeah. I I'm, think what? Yeah. You have something you want to <laughs> no, say? No, no. Um you know, I started off this episode asking you if men and women can be friends in a platonic relationship. Yes. Now that we've talked things out, do you still feel the same way? Yes. Okay. Because again, as a in a general sense, like just the question in the sense like can men and women be friends? Like, and we're talking, can heterosexual yes. men and women be friends platonically while they're in a committed relationship? Yes. The answer is yes, they can. But the answer also says, well, it also depends. Yeah. It depends on you still have to A, be, B, C, D, You still D, have to be e, extremely F, careful with how that friendship goes. You exactly. Can't, I feel like in a normal friendship, like those aren't in consideration, those things. So there's like this weird, yeah, like contingency thing yeah. with 
a platonic relationship outside of your committed relationship. Yeah. That it's like, this can only exist within this parameter. Yeah. If we start going outside of this, like, it's no longer okay. Yeah. And that's why I'm still, like, it's hard for me to answer that question. Can men and women be in a platonic relationship? They can, as long as they're in these parameters. Yeah. I just feel like... Like, it's weird. I know. I know. It's hard, this platonic thing. Why, though? Yeah. Well, because then, and then if you want to, you know, if you wanted to take it outside of a relationship, so let's say you have just two single people, can two single people be platonic friends and remain platonic friends? Yeah, that's a whole nother can of worms. I would say from the female's perspective, 100% they can, because that's why the friend zone exists. You know what a platonic friend is to a woman? It's like a dick in a glass case. break open glass there's there's always going to be exceptions to the rule i think the rule for me is no they cannot yeah there's exceptions though it's funny because like i think of so many times and i like either personal experience or just experience that i've heard like friends talk about like so many times where i feel like i know a lot of situations where girls feel like they're being put in the friend zone from the from the guy i think we need to do a whole episode on the friend zone yeah i think that'd be one to to jump into okay but as always that's another topic for another time another podcast absolutely (laughs) um that's really all i got on on this episode yeah i mean if you guys out there um, if you agree with us on points that we've made, if there's any point that we made that maybe you disagree on and you have a different point um, and want to bring it to our attention, like, please do like shoot us a DM on Instagram. I'd love to hear like other people's opinions on this particular topic, you know, because I feel like I would imagine that most people agree, but I could easily see other people not agreeing and if you're someone who doesn't agree um i love that and i want to know why you don't agree so let us know there's for sure going to be a poll on the instagram yeah i wish i would have thought of that before recording this so we can talk about that yeah whatever still i'm always looking for interactions on the social media technically speaking we haven't posted this yet so we can still do a poll before we post this yeah but then i'd have to go and re-record and put it in oh oh, i got you i got you it would have been nice to have that information to like talk about but i think that will get some engagement yeah anyways guys this is going to be uh the end of this episode yeah for all seven of you out there talking to you san diego county i'm talking about You know who, you two, out there in Rhode Island. We love you. Also, other friends out in Arizona. Yes, yes. Got a new person out in Florida. Have no idea how (laughs) they found us. Yeah. Um, We appreciate you guys listening. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So, again, please uh, hit us up on Instagram. Um, If you're not following us yet, uh, head on over to MySpace With You Podcast. Give us a follow shoot us a dm um we would love we've been longing to like interact with people and interacting with our listeners that's what we're um trying to achieve is more of a community base we want to have interaction with people so shoot us a dm um whatever platform you listen on whether it's apple or spotify or um whatever other podcast platforms are google podcast yeah wherever you get your podcasts um 
you know, that's awesome. Thank you so much for listening. But if you do have the time, please head over to Apple Podcasts. Give us a review. Let us know what you think and how we're doing. Um, We would greatly appreciate the feedback. Yeah. That's it. Cool. Well, thanks, guys. We'll, uh... We won't see you because we'll we catch ne- you on the flip because we never see you. I was gonna say we'll see you next time, but it's like we don't actually see you. Um, so I guess you'll hear us next time. Yeah. All right. Yep. Bye. We did it. Yeah, we did it. We got through it. Baby, I love you. Love you. Okay.